0: what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome to the Tactical Living Podcast by Leo Warriors. My name is Ashley Walton and I am your host. And I'm Clint Walton, your co-host. Today, Clint and I are snuggled in the center of my dad's house on a very cold day here in California, and we're sitting in front of this beautiful woman named Lee Joy. Lee, how are you?
1: I'm so good. So honored to be with you today and to share some hope.
0: Thank you. We're so, so happy to have you on our show. And you and I got connected and we were able to go back and forth a little bit about some of the ways that you're inspiring others to live their best lives and I wonder if before we get into your story of how you're able to do that and help other people if you can maybe take the listener back through a little bit about your own journey
1: so I've had a rather interesting life It uh um there's been a lot of trauma and a lot of pain and um yeah I'm, I was raised by a, a mom and a dad who liked to party and and my dad um used to smack my mom and they they got divorced when I was about three. And then when I was four and a half, uh, she was with a boyfriend on a safari in South Africa and she was allowed to get out of the um, car and she uh, was trampled to death by an elephant. Um, I was four and a half and my brother was three. And at that stage, my my biological father felt that he couldn't take care of us. So he gave us up for adoption and uh, we were raised by my mother's sister and her husband. Um, And it was hard, you know, it was, they they did an incredible job of putting a roof over my head and clothes on my back and food in my tummy and gave me a great education, but they had no idea on how to love a wounded soul you know and and for many 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 years i mean i'm i'm still um i have no contact with them now and i um i wish them well you know i wish them i wish them everything of the best but i i know that i've had to walk away from that relationship uh big to honor who i am you know and yeah so it was hard it was hard growing up it was the the it was a lot of abuse, physical abuse. Um, I was molested by my grandfather. And, um, when I was a teenager, I found drugs and alcohol and the kind of, you know, that feeling of not wanting, not feeling seen, not feeling wanted, not feeling loved was, you know, some way that the booze and the drugs kind of filled that void, you know, and I, uh, and I thought that that was the solution. I thought that you know that's that's all I needed was just something to take the edge off, you know. And and I, but it didn't it it didn't take long until the wheels came off and you know, and and my life was spiraling out of control. And I left. Cape, I was living in Cape Town at the time. Um, my father had written to me saying he's got some other cancer. He was living in the UK at that time. My biological father. Uh, he had cancer and he was dying, and he had nothing to say about giving us up for adoption. And I um, made plans to go to the UK to go and meet him and and see him and get some answers. Then a week before I was to leave, he died. Mm. And um, yeah, my drug taking just really spiraled after that. I like, I did it, I, I tried everything just to um, yeah just to obliterate the pain. And I moved from Cape Town to Joburg and I, I met a really stunning man, um, Henk Bevere. And I, for the first time in my life, I felt wanted, seen and loved. And I stopped taking drugs, I stopped drinking and I got married and I had this beautiful little boy and he had two children who I adored from his first marriage, um, Elisa and Enrico. And And I adored them and I, you know, all those years growing up, I thought, I used to pray to God, like, just give me an opportunity to do this differently. Like, Mm -hmm. like I might be going through this really painful time and this, this abuse is really hardcore, but at least just give me an opportunity to do it differently. Mm -hmm. And you know, God works in mysterious ways. And he did, you know, I met somebody who had two children who um, I'm looking at a photo of them at our wedding. Um, The sweetest, most divine little cutie pies, they're not cutie pies anymore. They're very much adults and grown up, mm-hmm. um, but sweet nonetheless. And um, um, yeah, and then unfortunately after I gave birth to my son, I got postnatal depression and that just spiraled me out of control again. And I started drinking and using, and you know, the i I thought that like having a baby would, fill that hole, that void, you know, like I could have something that would just love me back and I would want would see me and um would want me and it would just be like love on tap. And um and he did, but those old, gnawing core cool beliefs that I'm unwanted, unseen, and unloved were so much louder than what I could see in front of me. You know, the mm-hmm. the depression was such a like a veil between I was trapped between worlds, you know, trapped between what the promise of this really beautiful new life that I had and just this well of sickness. Um, Anyway, and I I unfortunately used and drank and completely messed up that marriage and um, needless to say, landed up getting divorced and on the street, well, you know, nowhere to go, suitcase. I hadn't worked for years, so I didn't have an income, and um, I was devastated. I mean, this was, this man was the love of my life, you know, and I um, yeah, I spiraled completely and utterly out of control, and I landed up in a settlement um, on a Saturday night with my son at the age of five, and I was drunk and high, and the police uh, came to escort me out of the settlement and um because it's very dangerous to be in the settlement at night especially mm-hmm. on a saturday night and um and yeah they they threatened to take my son away from me they were going to call social services and and it's exactly what i needed to come right and go and get the help i needed and uh the next morning i flew um i flew back to cape town and i Started a process of recovery and you know, I'll never forget dropping my son off at his dad and he looked at me like who are you and what have you done with my mother Mm. and it was the first time that I ever felt that unwanted unseen and unloved from my own son and it's exactly what I needed to turn around to turn my life around and 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 I and I got clean and sober for him because I reckoned that I'd become Um, I never, I never abused him physically, but emotionally not being available to him is abusive, Mm -hmm. you know, and me being high and drunk most of the time is abusive. You know, I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not showing up in a powerful leadership role as a mother if I'm high and drunk and, and the very, you know, my adoptive parents are both functional drunks, and I, um, yeah, I grew up to be them. You know, the very, the very people that I didn't want to be like ever. In some ways I became like them. And yeah, it was a rude awakening and I've um been in recovery now for twelve years and it's been um yeah, it's been it's been a beautiful journey. Uh and I've really been able to take the pain of my life and and uh, you know, create something really beautiful and powerful. And, and, and there's really is meaning to my pain because I hold space for other people to heal. Mm. And I know that every single thing I've ever been through is, um, God uses me, you know, he uses me in, um, sending me clients that are going through the same thing and they just need to hear, I've done this, I've been here, you can do it. And there's such power in that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, so I feel, I've, I know this sounds weird, but I feel very blessed by the pain that I've been through because it's sharpened me and it's it's shaped me into a person that's authentic and passionate and courageous. And 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 it feels um, like um, I get a bit emotional. Um, yeah, I feel honored to live this life and to hold space for people to heal. It's a a beautiful thing.
0: And and I can feel that from you, as you, the listener, are listening. And, And maybe we should have prefaced this by inviting them in to the fact that Leah's from South Africa and Clint and I had an opportunity to visit Africa a couple of times. And the culture difference from people that live in South Africa, in particular, versus us as Americans, that's one thing. And to see the genuine nature that's just pouring out of you right now is so inspiring and so enlightening. And for the sake of time, I know as you listen to this, a lot of the times you're driving to work. So if you could tune back into our next episode, where Lee's going to share with us what her journey looked like from evolving from the pain and then being able to then go into to transform into inspiring and helping other people. Lei, is that going to be okay for you?
1: Yeah, with pleasure.
0: Sounds good. So then we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. And thank you so much for coming on.
1: Such a pleasure.